Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. On Halloween, we celebrate ghouls and gore, so what better time to talk about blood? Donating blood, that is, and not to a vampire or zombie. The Red Cross of Southern California is facing its lowest supply levels in over a decade. On the line with me is Robert Baylor, District Manager for Donor Recruitment. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Pepper, for having me. Robert, what's the state of the current blood supply in Southern California? Sure. As you mentioned, you know, the American Red Cross is experiencing an emergency blood and platelet shortage. You know, unfortunately, donor turnout has reached some of the lowest levels I've ever seen in this role. As, as many have delayed giving as they return back to in-person work, in-person school, in-person church. And unfortunately, they we have not seen the same level of support that we received over the last 19 months or so and as we've endured through this pandemic together. And unfortunately, the blood distribution to hospitals has remained strong. Blood is still needed every day in our community. And, and right now, it's significantly outpacing the blood donations, you know, what's come through over the recent weeks. All of us are, are still working through the pandemic and, and it's still weighing on our everyday lives. But, you know, we're asking the public in our community to remember that donating blood is an essential service and an essential part of our community that goes on behind the scenes. And it's someone's opportunity to make a difference in someone's life, someone that they'll never meet. Um, and we, mm. we desperately need their help. If someone's in need of a transfusion, is there any substitution for real blood? Like, can blood be manufactured? Yeah, you know, great question. The short answer is no. Blood can't be manufactured. There's no substitute. We can do a lot of things with blood. We've learned a lot about blood in terms of matching and who gets what. But when it comes down to it, there is no substitution for blood. And it only comes from the generous donors and generous volunteers who, who roll up their sleeve and give that gift of life. And, you know, the interesting thing about blood is it is a perishable product. It's like the milk in your fridge. Most blood products, the red blood cell product, only has a 42-day life expectancy, and platelets only have a five-day shelf life. So we're always in constant need of, of needing to replenish our blood supply. What are the potential ramifications if not enough people donate blood? That's a, another great question. There's always a chance that an elective surgery can be postponed. And when I use the word elective, I'm not talking about maybe a cosmetic procedure. You know, I'm talking about a hip replacement or a liver replacement or a liver transplant. You know, something that, though, is very life-threatening is not emergent. And so there's always a chance that those surgeries could be postponed if the product or the donations aren't available to our hospitals. Thankfully, the Red Cross is a national organization, and we have an inventory system where we're able to move things around where it's needed the most. And we're doing what we can to minimize this current downtrend in donations to ensure that our hospitals have the products they need when they need them to support our community. What is the donation process like? So the donation process takes about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Um, it's very simple. And, you know, that one hour 
gives people back countless hours to their lives and to their loved ones. The process is fairly simple with the basic registration process, just capturing your key information. Then we start the health history review, and that's where we review over the person's or the donor's health history and understand how they, you know, what's going on currently with them. Then we also give them a physical exam where we check their blood pressure, their temperature, their pulse, their iron level to make sure that it's safe physically for them to give blood because as much as we need blood and we need it desperately, we want to make sure it's safe for the donor because that is our top priority. In the actual donation process, people always worry about, you know, it's going to take an hour, I'm going to be bleeding for an hour. It's not the case. Um, That usually only takes about eight to 10 minutes for the the average healthy adult. And in light of COVID-19, what safety precautions are you following to keep your donors and staff safe? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, a great question. You know, when I'm talking to people in the community, one thing they don't realize is literally every day for the last 19 months or however long we've been in this, we've been executing and running and collecting donations of blood. And we've, from the very beginning, we've taken donor safety and our staff safety and our volunteer safety as our top priority. Obviously, we only collect blood from healthy donors who are, who are eligible to give blood. And so as part of the temperature screening, we make sure that people don't have coughs or sniffles or anything like that. And that's always been a, a something that we've done. As also with the resurgence of the Delta variant and working through that as a national implementation, we've asked that all donors wear masks regardless of their vaccination status. And the Red Cross, in the very simplest of forms, is manufacturing a drug. So we've always followed very thorough safety protocols to help prevent the spread of disease and infection, like wearing gloves, wiping down surfaces, using sterile collection sets, using antiseptic on arms, those types of things to ensure that it's a safe donation. And obviously, in light of COVID, we're also encouraging people to make an appointment. So that helps manage donor flow, also ensuring that we're spaced out six feet apart, beds are six feet apart, everything we can do to ensure that it's as safe as possible for every donor and every staff member that's there on site. Who's eligible to donate blood? You know, most people are, or at least about 38% of what we, we estimate about 38% of Americans are eligible to give blood. So in the state of California, 16-year-olds are eligible with parental consent. Uh, they need to weigh at least, everyone needs to weigh at least 110 pounds. And generally speaking, being good health. There are some specific criteria on a case-by-case basis and understanding that we have limited time. I won't go through every single one of them, but those are generally speaking the easiest or the broad general requirements. People who are interested in giving blood can visit redcrossblood.org for further eligibility or call 1-800-RED-CROSS and we can help them out understand whether or not they're eligible. I'm speaking with Robert Baylor, District Manager for Donor Recruitment for the Red Cross of Southern California. We've been talking about this need for blood donations uh, on social media and a couple of questions we received. Jessica in Long Beach wants to know if you have to have been vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to donate blood. The short answer is no. You can donate whether or not you have or have not received the COVID-19 vaccine if you're in good health. We do ask a series of questions, like I mentioned before, to determine whether or not they're eligible or not eligible. But as long as you're feeling healthy on the day of your blood drive, you are able to give blood regardless of your vaccination status. And Roxanne in Rancho Cucamonga says she's on medication for high blood pressure. Uh, Is she eligible to donate blood? Yes. Generally speaking, medications for high blood pressure do not disqualify in this case, Roxanne, from donating blood. But as part of our donation process, we do check the blood pressure. And there are certain limits that are acceptable. And for us, or for the the regulated requirements, are they have to be below 180 over 100. Or so 180 is the first number and, and 100 is the second number. So anything below that, you're eligible to give blood. And as it relates to medicine, generally speaking, as long as you're on a medicine that helps you maintain your current lifestyle, like insulin or, in this case, high blood pressure medicine, you are eligible to give blood. 
typically where you're not eligible to give blood if you're on medicine is if you're on a corrective medicine, like an antibiotic or some or a blood thinner. Beyond saving a life, which is the most important part, what are the benefits of donating blood? Yeah, you know, that's you get the juice and cookies, right, which everyone loves. <laughs> the other cool part, I, I think, especially um, as we work through, and I think all of us are more aware of our own personal health, is the ability as a snapshot into your, your health with the blood pressure screening or the blood pressure, the temperature check, even the iron level. Those are all things that we capture that through our blood donor app that you can actually track through your patronage with the Red Cross. Our blood donor app is a really strong and powerful app that we encourage people to download through the Google Play or iTunes store. And if you actually schedule your appointment through the Red Cross blood donor app, you can track your blood donation from beginning to end. So it shows it as when you, after you give it, it shows it when the blood's being tested. It shows it when it's been distributed to hospital, and it shows you the full picture of your blood journey. Finally, beginning tomorrow, November 1st, all donors who present an attempt to give blood will receive a $10 Amazon gift card. So if you're anything like my family, Amazon is up there on the expense list. Um, so I would encourage you, so all donors to get a $10 e-gift card for coming in and donating. How should someone prepare for a blood donation? You know, for us, typically people think of blood donations, they think they have to fast like they do with their physician, and that's not the case. So donors need to make sure they obviously get a good night's rest, eat before they come in. So definitely don't come in on a fasting cycle. Make sure you have a good iron-rich meal. Drink plenty of fluids before you give blood in the 24 to 48 hours leading up to it. So make sure you're well hydrated as blood is mostly water. So it helps you replenish that. Make sure you bring an ID. And if you are on any medicines, like Roxanne mentioned, it wouldn't hurt to bring that list of medications just so that our staff members can reference it to make sure that you are eligible to give blood. The other thing that someone can do is to help speed along the process is we have what we call a rapid pass where donors can complete the pre-donation reading and the health history questions before they even walk into the door. That needs to be done on the day of their blood donation or their appointment, and that can be found at redcrossblood.org forward slash rapid pass. So um, it helps expedite the process when you get there. So those are the key things that people can do before their blood donation. What should someone do and not do after a blood donation? Sure. For us, the do's are relax. Sometimes people feel in our environment always want to be running out the door, quite literally sometimes. Um, so enjoy the cookies and juice. Take time. Reflect upon the good work that you've done and that literally you've helped save someone's life. Making sure that you drink extra water following your donation, that's really important. Avoiding alcoholic drinks for about the next 24 to 48 hours and high activity exercises to avoid those types of things. And keep eating iron-rich foods. Like I mentioned, we encourage people to avoid vigorous exercises, heavy lifting, those types of things. That's typically what we discourage people from doing after their donation. Where does the donation process take place? Every month in the, in the greater Southern California area, um, you know, we host somewhere between 400 and 500 blood donations. And they happen in your community, whether that's at your local business, at your community center, at your schools, at your houses of worship, you know, wherever someone will open their door to us, that's where we're hosting our blood drives. And so we have, we also have blood donation centers throughout Southern California. So I mentioned in the past, it's the easiest way people can find their appointment or find a spot that's close to them is they can visit redcrossblood.org, put in their zip code, and find an appointment that's near them. What are some common misconceptions people have about donating blood? I think the one that I always hear is one that we are vampires. I can, I can assure you we're not standing in the sun right now. The other <laughs> one is that blood's always readily available, one that can be either fake manufactured or that we freeze it and we can just use it as needed. But as I mentioned, the reality is that Blood is a perishable product. Red blood cells are only good for 42 days, and, and platelets are only good for five days. So we need 
the community to come and give us support regularly. And you can give blood once every 56 days. So you're more than likely eligible. Giving once is great, but we want you to continue to give blood and continue to support our efforts. The other thing that people sometimes we heard from the community, you know, whether it's medication, as I mentioned, medication typically isn't a reason why people aren't eligible. The other one is tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have tattoos are eligible to give blood. The a tattoo is acceptable as long as the tattoo was done in a state-regulated facility using sterile needles and ink that are not used. So if it was done at a shop, in essence, they are eligible to give blood. If it was done at like an expo or at someone's house, unfortunately, they're not eligible. But just because you have a tattoo doesn't mean you're not eligible. And so those are some of the key misconceptions about blood. And how can people get more information or make an appointment to donate blood? Sure. We try to make it as easy as possible. I'm a big proponent of the Red Cross Blood Donor app. Like I mentioned through the Google Play or iTunes Store, uh, it's such a powerful app and it keeps track of your health history as you work through your mini donations. It also, if you schedule your appointment on the app, it helps you track your blood donation as it gets delivered to the hospitals, which is really awesome. But if you if you like some of my friends who prefer not to have any apps on their phones, you could always go to redcrossblood.org, put in your zip code, or you can call 1-800-RED-CROSS. And we're also 21st century. You know, we have an Alexa skill where you can enable the blood donor skill, and, we'll, and Alexa will also schedule you a blood donation appointment. And if someone can't support the American Red Cross with a blood donation, are there other ways to help? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for us, I mentioned the community is a big supporter of the many blood drives that we host. So we would encourage people that if you belong to a church or uh, a school or some sort of community group or any large group of people to host a blood drive. Ask your friends, your family to come together and host a blood drive to support our life-saving mission. You can also donate your time in terms of working our blood drives. We have uh, what we call our blood donor ambassadors who work the registration in the canteen area after the donation. Um, They help check in donors. So it's an opportunity to help and work with donors who want to make a positive impact in our community. And then obviously, finally, making a financial gift to the Red Cross. We encourage them to do that at redcross.org. I've been speaking with Robert Baylor, District Manager for Donor Recruitment of the Red Cross of Southern California. Is there anything else you want us to know? I would say thank you. Over the last 19 months, if you would have told me in March of 2020 that we've been able to provide blood to our hospitals without our key schools and our businesses, I would have told you you were crazy. Mm. But our community rose to the occasion and has been able to support the constant need for blood. And we're asking for their help again, is to come out and give the gift of life and help your neighbor, help your family member, help when people need it most. Thank you so much for talking with us today and happy Halloween. Same to you. Thanks, Vicki. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 